Hey everyone, my name is Addison. And this is Jordan. Welcome to the Mesh Teams podcast, a podcast all about leadership and teamwork. And today is all about burnout and the impact that it has on our lives. Today we're here to talk about burnout, why it exists, the symptoms mm-hmm. of it, how do we deal with it, all of those things. And so, Addison, uh, can you just give us some insights as to what is burnout? Can you describe it mm-hmm. for us? Because people may have their own conceptions of what it is based on, like, you know, their screaming toddler. Yeah. Or their, <laughs> well, that's personal, by the way. I have a two year old and so does Addison. And, or anything else, right, that's going on in their life. And so, oh, yeah. can you help us define it? A little bit further and deeper. What is burnout? Absolutely. Okay, so I think that burnout oftentimes gets confused with stress. And the two things are very different. Okay. You know, I think when a good way to think about stress is if I had an apple on my head and you had the arrow to shoot it off. Okay. um, (laughs) This is a little dangerous. (laughs) Yes. You're just the way that you're looking at me right now is Mm -hmm. like. Where are you going with this? <laughs> uh, if I am the person who has the apple on my head, mm-hmm. I'm I'm stressed because as you I, should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm stressed because I don't have control of the situation or what's happening. Okay. Whereas you feel pressure because you are in control of this arrow somewhat, and you feel pressure to to hit that apple off my head so I don't kill you. So yes, so that you don't end my days. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's, that's I, I like that way you define that because one is the stress is that something you can't necessarily control. It's an external thing, mm-hmm. correct? And then pressure is what you can control, but it's just something that you have to deal with. Kind yep. of. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So one is, hey, I don't feel control of this. Another one is, hey, I feel control over this. And burnout is completely different. In studying and researching for this episode, there's a lot that a lot of scholars have to say about what burnout is just given the fact that we've all kind of been affected by and gone through or going through this pandemic there's been a lot more research out about what burnout is Mm. and how it affects people and so right now it's estimated that over a hundred billion dollars a year are spent in healthcare costs healthcare spending due to burnout wow which is absolutely Insane. bananas yeah it's 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 crazy yeah. like billion with with a b which is it's it just unfathomable to think about hmm. and so i really like the definition of burnout from herbert freudenberger that that name is like profound herbert freudenberger <laughs> <Freudenberger>. <laughs> it's it's a profoundly difficult name to say mm-hmm. but herbert freudenberger he <laughs> de- <laughs> So it's a tongue twister. You can't. You yes. can try to say it ten times fast. Okay, Herbert, Herbert Freudenberger. Freudenberger. Okay. He defines burnout. He defined it in 1975 by really having three three components to it. It's emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and de- and a decreased sense of accomplishment. Hmm. So when it comes to emotional exhaustion, that really just means caring too much for too long. When you talk about depersonalization that's just a lack of empathy and connectedness in what you do and a decreased sense of accomplishment is you really just have a hard time discerning or you cannot discern the value 
that you bring to the task that you're doing or the work that you're in. Hmm. Okay, so there's basically Freudenberger mm-hmm. <laughs> defined three different symptoms of burnout. Basically, exactly. these are kind of ways that you can tell like, hey, I think I may be experiencing burnout. So mm-hmm. emotional exhaustion, yep. which is just, you know, you don't have it in you. You're just, you, you're emotionally not there. I, mm-hmm. I felt that even recently. I mean, think about it. We're just emerging in the United States from a global pandemic where you're at home with your kids. There's yep. so much more to it. You're emotionally exhausted. And then uh, depersonalization. So this is basically like um, a lack lack of of connection or passion Mm -hmm. to what you're doing. So it's almost like you can perform, right? You could be doing things, but you're not You're just not connected to it. Yeah, you're not present with it. Yeah. So it's almost like in some ways, could it be like writing lyrics to like a song and it's still being lyrics, but you're not connected to the music Mm -hmm. of the song or like what the meaning of that, right? So this... This is really good for me because, you know, in what I do as a creative, mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is I produce things. I create things. Mm-hmm. I'm the medium by which things get made. And so in my experience with burnout, I have experienced first like emotional exhaustion. I'm mm-hmm. already a pretty emotional person. Mm-hmm. And so, again, if I'm caring too much for too long, then I can feel just kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. I can feel more... I'm, by default, I'm a little melancholy, and I can. I get, affirm that statement. <laughs> I can get even like just d- depressive. I can start mm-hmm. leaning towards that end. Hmm. But when it comes to depersonalization and what I do, or or when, or when I'm experiencing burnout, I basically can produce something really well. The mm-hmm. work is still great. Mm-hmm. I can still have to hit the deadline but I'm not connected to the end product. Mm. So it's out there. It could even be impactful, but I just don't personally yeah. feel connected to Yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't feel in sync with it. Yeah. What's been your experience with, with burnout or with <clears throat> some of these symptoms? Yeah. Well, I mean, the last one, decreased sense of accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of, it can be almost connected with depersonalization in a lot of ways because, so I'm a pastor, so... I prepare messages, I deliver them, and I want to have revelation. Sure. When I'm talking about these things, I want it to come from an intrinsic place. But if I'm sometimes in the grind of having to produce on a regular basis, you know, I can still do it, I can still write it and deliver it. But if I'm not, if I'm depersonalized from it and I don't feel connected to what I'm producing, then in essence, I also don't feel a sense of accomplishment because I'm not in sync. My, my gifting and my passion aren't in sync. Right. So, um, so that's how I've I definitely experienced. I mean, I've experienced all three of these things, like probably within like the last two weeks. <laughs> right. And I mean, that's that's the big distinction between mm-hmm. just stress and burnout. You yeah. know, stress, you, I'm going to have stress today. Something's going to mm. come into my life and stimulate and yes. then be some kind of stressor. But burnout, it's experiencing these three things for a prolonged period of time. Okay. So if you are experiencing these things for a prolonged period of time, you could very well be experiencing burnout. Hmm. So it's like symptoms. Yeah. To an illness. Kind Absolutely. Of yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to experience stress today when my two-year-old son comes back from his pop-pop's house. It's just going to happen, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> the nature of having a toddler. So, um, so let's get into what are some of the <clears throat> contributing factors to burnout. So we know mm-hmm. what the symptoms look like, but what causes the illness? Okay. 
Yeah, so a Harvard Business Review study really lists out seven contributing factors to burnout. Hmm. And I love the fact that it's listed out here because I think that it gives you the ability to actually take some actionable steps off of them. It's one thing to um, know that, hey, I'm experiencing burnout. It's another thing to know, okay, well, here's some of the factors that are surrounding that. Mm. Now I can actually take some actionable steps Mm -hmm. to, to make a difference in that area. Makes sense. Let's dive into number one is workload. So what workload looks like is just how much you carry and how that can contribute to burnout is it's just too much to do. So if you're just carrying mm. too much for too long, that's your that's your workload. Okay. The second is control. And what control means is an adequate level of autonomy to execute your job. And how that contributes to burnout is this can cause a ton of frustration mm-hmm. because you don't have what you need to do or you literally can't do what you need to do uh, to get the job done. And that level of frustration can be tiresome right yeah i mean i'll tell you right now control is definitely one of i think my contributing factors to burnout Mm. when i feel like i don't have control or autonomy and i'm being micromanaged it it like it it creates the symptoms of emotional exhaustion depersonalization and decreased sense of accomplishment i want to know that i can self-govern i'm cool with accountability but i want to know that i i can manage my workload the way I want to manage it and get it done. Right. I'm also a millennial. So there's that, but yeah, control is a big, <laughs> control is a big one for me for sure. For what contributes to my burnout. So that really resonates with me. That's good. And so the third is compensation. It's a this for that. Right. And so the way that this contributes to burnout is it can communicate that you aren't valuable or what you do isn't valuable. Mm. So, you could be working in an environment where you just feel like I'm, I am not valuable because I am not being compensated well for it. Mm-hmm. I think that this is at times can be triggering for me, right? When I'm mm. participating in something or as a creative, I'm communicating that I can bring this value to the table, mm-hmm. but the compensation or the reward isn't up to par with mm-hmm. the value that I'm I'm bringing mm. or I believe I can bring mm-hmm. at times I can feel like th- that can really exhaust me or mm. contribute to uh, my burnout experience yeah I could totally see how that would happen the fourth and just before we jump into the fourth we did a podcast on this the, f- the fourth is feedback mm. and so we did two episodes on feedback and I encourage you to go listen to each one of them do it it's a shameless plug it's, in the words of Emperor Palpatine do it do it do it um, the, we really dive deep into the episodes on what you need to give and receive feedback because mm-hmm. both those things are necessary and so when it comes to feedback and burnout, it's important that you have a healthy feedback loop to make sure that you know that you're hitting the target. Mm. And the way that it contributes to burnout is when you don't know if you're hitting the target, it will frustrate you. It's not even that it can frustrate you. It will frustrate you yeah. that you're working or that you're doing something and you just don't know. It, are, am I moving in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Am I am I hitting the mark <clears throat> and what I need to do? I mean... The, again, this really speaks to me for sure, because if 
I want a lot of feedback in my workplace because I want to know, am I missing or am I hitting the target, right? Because mm-hmm. if we're all marching towards something together and I have a job description, I'm doing my day-to-day tasks, it's like, I don't know if you've ever done a hike and been on a mountain where you're walking up the path and you lose oh, sight yeah. of the path, right? So you start wandering off in the woods and you're, you're like, what the heck? Well, now we have the All Trails app, so I can pull that up and yeah. look at that and find my way back. But that's what happens when you don't have the feedback of certain boundaries and things that you can see to guide your path right. forward, right? So like when I don't have feedback, I feel lost and I feel disconnected from the end target because I don't know if I'm hitting it or not. And right. I need someone to help me see that I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an objective party to help guide you mm-hmm. through the process. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number five is community. And this is specific to community in the workplace. We're not talking about community at home or, you know, your friends. This is coworkers. So mm. what does what does community look like in the workplace? And this can contribute to to burnout because if you are entering into an environment that's consistently toxic, it mm. can be emotionally challenging and really emotionally draining to be in that environment for a prolonged period of time. Yeah, I mean, 40 hours a week it, for a lot of people, and sometimes minimum, yep. more. You're with these people. This is a, this is another form of family. Yeah. You have your biological family, and then you have your work family. And so having a healthy environment where that's fostered and created, and you're not just by yourself in a cubicle all day. Exactly. But you're in relationship with other people. Is I could see why that would, if you don't have health in that area, that could totally cause some burnout. Yes, how you do life and work with mm. the people at work yeah, yeah, yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we went over workload, we went over control, we went over reward, feedback, community, and now let's touch on fairness. That's number six. Okay. And fairness really deals with are you receiving fair and equitable treatment in the workplace? And this obviously contributes to work to burnout because it can just exacerbate your burnout. I mean, if you are not being treated fairly mm. or equitably at your workplace, that is not only is that a toxic culture that is going to drain you emotionally, but it absolutely contributes to the other two factors, right? You won't feel connected because you know, if I'm going to do this thing, then favors actually be given to another party mm. or I have a decreased sense of accomplishment yeah. Because I don't have a fair treatment mm. as far as it comes to my yeah. uh, my employees. That could be. I could like. I remember in high school sports and I was in football. You know, there's always like some people were like. You know, I thought the coach's favorite personally. Yeah. Right. So what what happened was is I would work my butt off, just as hard as the other person. Mm-hmm. Yet that person would get the favor that I felt that I I should at least have had a looked at. You know, or at least feedback on or something. But because that other person would get that favor and would keep starting, you know, and I had no explanation as to what I could do or gain it, that was unfair. And so I felt burned out like, and I didn't care. I felt the symptoms of emotional exhaustion and I felt a decreased sense of accomplishment because mm-hmm. I'm not hitting what, I, what I'm setting out to do. And it's, it wasn't fair. It's inequitable. Right. And the last thing is value. And this just comes down to the importance of your work. And what that looks like is, do you feel like what you do is valuable and or matters? Like, do you have mm. do you have value in in what you do and what you produce? Yeah. 
And that obviously contributes to burnout because if you're just working and doing something that doesn't matter or you don't feel Mm -hmm. like it matters, it's just going to agitate your burnout experience even more. If your values don't match what you're spending all of your time on during the week, that could probably drain you and Mm -hmm. burn you out. It will drain I can imagine. It doesn't feed you. It takes from you, right? Yeah. All right. So we've gone over these seven contributing factors. To burnout. So it's workload, control, reward, feedback, community, fairness, and value. Yep. So now um, let's kind of get into we we know what the we know what the symptoms are, right? We know what the what causes this some of the sickness or some of the issue. Mm-hmm. So what's like some of the medicine that we can yeah. that we can apply to the situation of burnout because it can feel hopeless. It can feel difficult. So. Can you give us some key takeaways? What are some things that we can take away and uh, medicate ourselves to this problem? Sure thing. At Mesh, we have three main takeaways from today that mm-hmm. we think that you can put into action that'll make a difference in your life. And so the first is that you know thyself. The first thing that you need to do is identify the fact that you are burnt out mm. and what's contributing to your burnout. Yeah. So this is just checking in with yourself. Yep. Being, being aware that first of all, you have these symptoms that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? Now you have a tool because you know what the symptoms are is half the battle. Be like, wait, I have this, I have this, I have this. Maybe I'm burned out. Maybe I'm burned out. And that's the start. <laughs> yeah. And that's the start um, of knowing yourself. You have to be, check in with yourself and give yourself the space and the mm-hmm. margin to do that, which we'll talk more about in another episode. So what, what else is there? So after you've checked in with yourself and you've identified, hey, I think that, you know, I'm... I'm experiencing burnout because of these things and the contributing factors are that that's up to you. There may be one, there may be a couple, mm-hmm. but that's up, that's up to you to decide. So the second is you want to process it. So you want to find a person and a safe space that you've identified that you can really process this out with them. Mm. And so what that looks like is having a conversation with them and really exploring what it means to feel burnout in your life. Yeah. And so what that's going to enable you to do is it's going to enable you to really find and explore how you feel about the burnout situation that you're going through. So it's first to look in yourself, mm-hmm. find the things, like identify some of the things using some of the tools we just talked about. Yep. Then it's not just to keep it there. You cannot keep it You can't it keep it there. You need other people. Right. And that's what me at Mesh Teams are all about is helping you not just be you, but to be you in relationship with other people Mm -hmm. and that we need other people. And so it's to take these things and bring some other people in, whether it's a counselor or whether it's a safe friend. Like we do this all the time for each other. We process out loud. Hey, I'm kind of feeling this way. You know, is Mm -hmm. do you think I'm experiencing burnout or whatever? And sometimes it's helpful to just have the other person hold some space for you. Just to talk, talk it out. Sometimes talking it out is, is cathartic in itself, right? You can kind of process it out and you can get it out there. And then once somebody else knows it, now you have somebody that can also keep you accountable to the next step, Mm -hmm. right? To what now you're going to have to do. Right. And so the next step is for you to take one small step. Okay. And so it's not for you to go ahead and try to rearrange your whole life in the day. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you need to quit your job tomorrow. Just start by saying, okay, I feel, I'm certainly feeling burnt out. 
Now, what are the contributing factors to my burnout? I think that I have a ton of work mm -hmm. and I don't feel like what I do matters. I, I, I don't feel like I have an adequate level of value in what I do. You've processed that out with somebody. Now you can say, okay, well, maybe my next step is to have a conversation with my leader about my workload. Mm -hmm. And you're going to outline that conversation. So actually the first step would be to outline the conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's the, yep. That's the next step is just outline that conversation mm -hmm. and just make sure that you're clear. Okay. When I walk into this conversation about my workload, these are the things that I need to set in place, or these are the boundaries that I need to put in place. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to growing from burnout, it just starts with one small step. Don't feel like you try to have to build Rome in a day. Just mm -hmm. one step. Yeah. That's how we get better. Yep. One, one small step at a time. Sometimes if you see the change as this big, ominous, obtuse thing, you may have the willpower to do it once, but willpower only lasts so long. Mm -hmm. And so doing smaller steps... Even if it's like little things, right? Like if it's your fitness and you run one mile a day and that's the only thing you do. Or maybe you walk just 30 minutes. Maybe it's not yep. distance, but it's time, right? You move your body for 30 minutes a day. That's bite size enough to where pretty much everyone can commit themselves to something like that. Yep. But over time, the accumulative effect of those small little incremental changes results in a big change. And a huge change. And a huge change in your habits and your in your self-image and all of those things. So no step towards growth is ever too small. That's what we say all the time. At the end of every episode, we're going to say it again today. So truth. No step towards growth is ever too small. So we have three things. Know thyself. Know thyself. Process it out loud with other people. Mm -hmm. And take one small step. Take one small step. Towards the end that you would like to create for yourself. So then uh, how do we put some of these things into practice? So we have the three takeaways. What can, we, what can teams do and what can leaders do to apply these things into their lives right now practically? Okay, so we have an exercise first for teams. So what we want you to do is we want you to, first, you need to have a check-in with yourself. And you need to identify the contributing factors to burnout. And so you're going to identify three things that are contributing to your burnout experience. Then you're going to find a space mm. and a safe person to really process this out with. This person should be on your team. So mm -hmm. they should be a colleague, coworker, um, any, anybody on your team who you believe is really safe and is gonna help you to process out these things that you're experiencing as far as it relates to your burnout experience. Mm. Awesome. The second is for leaders. So mm -hmm. this exercise is for leaders to set up a time to get feedback from your team. And then you're going to identify what you can do with your influence and with in your team's culture mm. to really reduce the burnout experience that they're happening. Yeah. Well, I love what you said because it's really taking those three takeaways, right? So that you're having them basically take these things and identify for themselves based mm -hmm. on the information. What do they got to work on? And then in the team, Hey everybody, this is what I got to work on, which takes level of vulnerability and ability and and accountability and working with one another. And then it's also talking to your leaders about that and having everyone together. That's what that's what meshing is all about. Yeah, it's absolutely. about being honest with yourself, being honest with others, and everybody having a mutual respect and understanding for one another, so they can move fluidly while remaining structural. 
So Addison, we just did a whole podcast on burnout Mm -hmm. and we went over all kinds of stuff. We went over what contributes to the sickness of burnout, Yep. how we can tell we're experiencing it through those symptoms, Mm -hmm. and then some key ways that we can medicate ourselves to get better and to not have to experience this on such a regular basis. Absolutely. And so it's super important that we understand how to do that, that we apply these things to our lives. And one of the important things with burnout is that we know how to rest, that we know how to sit back and recharge. And I think next month we're going to be talking about that in our next episode. Absolutely. Because I think that once you are in a place where you can identify the fact that you are experiencing burnout, you then need to make some personal decisions Mm. so that way you can help uh, get around that. You know, the burnout you may be experiencing could be organizational Mm -hmm. and there's only so much control that you Mm -hmm. have over that but you do have complete control over what you experience and how you experience um, your personal life Mm -hmm. and so really the rest episode will really be about some of the boundaries that you may be needing to set or the things that you need to do to make sure that hey i'm experiencing burnout now now i need to find a way to get rid of it in my personal my personal life awesome well i'm ready i can't wait um so let's just let's tell them all what do we always say here at mesh teams that no step step towards growth is ever too small ever too small it's never too small we'll see you next time thanks again for joining us today if you enjoyed this episode share it with someone and leave us a review You can get access to our show notes and learn more about how you can implement what we spoke about in today's episode at meshteams.com. And remember, we're all in this together and no step towards growth is ever too small. We'll see you next time.